Gentlemen, welcome to the Be The Man podcast. I'm your host, Greg Denning, and today we have two very special guests, uh, particularly so because they're the first women to be on the Be The Man podcast, and they're my daughters, and they are beautiful and talented and awesome, and it has been an absolute joy to be their father, even though they didn't have a whole lot of say in the matter. They just showed up, and they were born that way. Um but it has been, we've had an amazing life, an absolutely amazing life. And our oldest, Kaya, is 21 and is engaged and going to be married soon. So this is the last time she's with us as a single person. And actually, this is the last time, it felt like the last time before, but this, this for reals, is the last time all seven kids under the same roof here in Portugal in our house. Uh, she was doing service and missionary work in the Dominican Republic and just came back to stay with us. And we did that overlanding trip through Morocco is unbelievable and then she's leaving tomorrow and then we're all going to Africa Dubai and Africa tomorrow and then our next oldest son Parker is heading off to do his mission and and service work for a while so this is it this is the this is the last this is the last rodeo um before she gets married and, and is off so and then um our daughter Aaliyah is 17 and is very mature. So we count these two as women. And then I have two little girls. So I wanted to have them on today to talk about the whole daddy-daughter thing. Um, So thanks, you guys, for being on the podcast. And uh, thanks for being awesome daughters. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) We're excited to be here. So... You guys, I just wanted to kind of um, just talk about like what what has been valuable and helpful for you um, with me as a dad, right? Because the family is designed, the ideal family is designed perfectly with having a mom and a dad. And there's tons you guys gained from mom. Uh, hopefully, you got a few things from me. And then, uh, obviously, from your siblings, right? And and just from life and experience. But, but I, you know, being it's the Be the Man podcast, we're talking predominantly to to dads. Like, what what has been important and valuable to you in in that aspect from from me as a dad? And we're just kind of just whatever comes to mind here. We're just gonna have this conversation about how we can all be better dads to our daughters. Um, I think for me, at least in like a typical family, usually the mom gives like a lot of love. And I feel like normally a mom and daughter will have a good relationship, you know, because they're similar in thinking and attitude ways, I guess. So I think with the father, like it's important to let them like let the daughter know that he loves you and you're like remembered that he wants to spend time with you. And so I think even like one on one things. Like, for example, my dad and I, we both share, like, a passion in training our dogs. So, like, when we're not traveling, every single morning, we train them or go on a walk with them. So, it's, like, personal time, just one-on-one, like, doing something that we both love. So, it's, like, and it's it's the same with every child, you know, one-on-one time. But I think, like, I can have a relationship with my mom and not have to do, I guess, so much time. Because we just relate with things, but... With the father, you can have, like, an activity that you both relate to because 
since the opposite sex is, it's kind of hard, you know, you don't always relate in things, but if you both have a passion that you're working on consistently, it's kind of, it builds that relationship. Yes. Yeah, that's a great insight. And it, it's, I look forward to it every morning. It's been something mm-hmm. that we have in common. And you're right, because I don't, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. So there's all this like empty blank dark space where I'm like, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. And so, but you have that with mom, but not with me. So then we, we build on common ground as one aspect is to find something we're both passionate about and do that together. And obviously we get to have cool experiences. We get to learn together. We get to make make mistakes together. We get to see beautiful things, make mistakes. Like, I don't know, have, have a great time. And we have all those shared memories. Yeah. Something that I was thinking about as Leah was talking is that you're so deliberate at finding things to do with each of us. So, for example, like we're, we have very different personalities and Ali and I are very different, but I think something you've done an incredible job at is finding ways to relate to each one of us, especially because all of us are different. And it's really funny because everyone in our family has a very like strong personality, but also just a very different personality. And so that's something that you've done for me a lot is finding ways to relate and to you know spend time with me on something that I am passionate about or and it's not like oh you know how like sometimes people pretend that they care about something you know like you don't really want to play dolls with your kid but they go and play dolls and you like know that they don't want to do it you actually find something that you're either really curious about or you actually get into it um whatever it is so that you can have a one-on-one relationship with me and with all the other kids. And I think that's super important because I know whatever like activity that we're doing or a conversation that we're having, I know that it's because you actually care about that thing and me. I I know it's not like, oh, like I'm pretending to do that or I'm pretending to support you. It's like, no, like you went out of your way to learn about it or be interested in it and to actually like show up. Yep, exactly. And well, I want to really emphasize that you cannot fake this stuff like kaya's saying there you you can't you can't fake it because you see through it you guys would see right through it if i was pretending to be engaged or pretending to enjoy myself you'd you'd see right through that and so it's it's me deliberately deciding like no i'm i'm all in here i'm gonna have a blast even if sometimes i'm like well i'm not as into that particular thing as maybe you guys are but i'm like i'm I'm going to get into spending time with you and your love of that thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's been huge. And, and gosh, the, the thing I cherish the most is our shared memories. Mm-hmm. Like things that I've done with you. Like I have those for the rest of my life. Yeah. And it's like it is so precious and so special to me. Especially now, Kaya, that you're moving out tomorrow and starting your family getting married and and like literally going to change your name and and start your family like i get to hold on to all the memories we have yeah and what i love is that i have so many of those i remember when i first moved out it was just really interesting like we were just talking like with my roommates i was talking about like families trying to get to know them a little bit better and i just remember thinking like wow i have so many 
memories with my dad that I love, that I want to share, that I want to talk about. I mean, I have friends that are like, I don't even know your dad, but I, I feel how much I, you love him and how much you want to be doing things with him and you want to be talking with him. Like, I love your dad too. And they don't even know that you have a podcast or anything. Like, it just, it's just awesome that we have so many of those because I know that you genuinely want to show up for me. And you do. You, I mean, you've done that my entire life. Yeah, and just like, well, it, it was a deliberate choice early on to think I, I want to have a full stack of memories. Well, because I didn't have that, right? So I grew up without a dad. And so I think I had, have, <laughs> maybe three memories with my dad. And, and I don't remember, were you guys in that conversation? I don't remember, somewhat recently we were talking about um, do people have any fun memories with their fathers? Were you guys in on that? Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they, they couldn't, they're like, I, I can't, they couldn't remember fun memories with their dads. And I was like, man, I got, we have tons, tons, <laughs> yeah. and we're stacked. And, and what advantage we have, one of the huge advantages we have in our family is travel memories. Mm-hmm. Like the very first time you and I went to Paris, mm-hmm. Kaya, that was, oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Right. And then, well, our what was our first big one? Leah was it Mongolia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. well, and and China on that trip, and Korea, and and suffering, <laughs> like <laughs> suffering together. Right. Suffering together is a is a common thing. So we're, we're having these spectacular experiences, but then also like the shared suffering. Uh, of that travel experience was brutal or other times when we 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 couldn't sit on those saddles we were riding horses in mongolia and we all were sitting with our butts off the edge because we were in so much pain um but yeah all those all those beautiful places i went to guatemala with you Mm -hmm. multiple times went to these adventure camps because you were the oldest so we started doing trips with you yeah and and i get to hold on to that now Mm -hmm. it's so awesome and there's no better way to build or strengthen a relationship is doing doing fun things that you both love, but also pushing those limits of comfort. And so sometimes it sucks, but you're both in it together and you just you just can't help laughing because you're like both kind of feeling miserable at that moment. But then you look back and like, that was so fun. Yeah. And we grew and our relationship is better. It makes such a great story. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm imagining some of the dads are asking like, well, how do I get my daughter to do that? Like, how did... How did you guys want to go out and have adventures and experiences with me? Like, what what was the driving force? Especially if you knew it was going to be hard. Um, I some I think that's like my biggest bragging right for me is like I know without a doubt that my dad's my biggest cheerleader, and that he always has been, has been, and always will be. Like that's something that I have no doubt of. And I think because my dad's shown up to celebrate me so consistently and even maybe like I did things or I did whatever, like I I just, my dad's just so good at expressing his love and like saying like, oh, good job or I'm proud of you for this thing or whatever it is. And I would say to another father for especially their daughter, I think they need to hear those things. I think in general, women need to hear that. And especially, especially a daughter from her father. Yep. You know? Because, gosh, you're right. Daughters, we have to remember this, gentlemen. 
daughters are women. And, and even when they're little, they're just like, they're women inside this teeny little package, right? So I have a seven-year-old and nine-year-old. They're, they're still women. Like they're little girls, but they're, they're, they're women. They're going to grow up to be women. Yeah. And women have to be, they want and need to be cheered and celebrated. And like, they're right there. Like, I'm here. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Like, go chase your dreams. I'm right here. And I think when things, then as you get older, when things get harder, I think a lot of daughters realize that they they don't, like, the father hasn't built enough trust that they can rely or lean on their dad. Like, my, I know that your dad, like, like, dad, you're a rock, that you're a solid, and that I can trust you, and that you got me. And I think one of the main points, I think, when that really clicked was we were hiking a volcano in Guatemala, and I did not train for it at all. And it was, like, literally the hardest thing. I forgot thing. about this. And I was, I like, felt so sick while we were talking. It was just not it. And I hated every second of it. And everyone had already, like, gone to the top and was turning turning around to go back down to the bottom. And I had, like, gotten to the point where I was, like, the summit was, like, right there. It was probably, like, another 30 minutes. And my dad had already taken pictures at the top, already went to the top. And everyone was coming down. And you stopped, and you're like, "Do you want to go to the top?" Oh, I went crazy, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I want to go to the top." And you went back to the top when you could have been like, "Oh, it's okay. You did good job." And like, I sat and cried because I was like, "This is so hard," but you're like, "No, we got this. Let's go to the top." And you like, you didn't rush me when we got to the top. You're like, "Let's take pictures. Good job, Kaya. Like, what'd you learn? How can I help you? Like, how can I improve? Like, and I think that for me, I was like, "Wow, like." He was with all these other people. Other people wanted to spend time with him, but he stopped everything that he was doing to go and summit something with me, and he celebrated me. And, like, he didn't... I don't know. Like, I just remember that's when I realized. I was like, wow. Like, my dad's my biggest cheerleader. And he it was so... He wasn't like, oh, why are you training? Blah, blah, blah. He was like, wow, good job, Kaya. And that, for me, was like, wow. Like, I want to be a better person. And I realized, wow, my dad is my biggest cheerleader and he built that trust where I know like anything happens I can call my dad he'll figure it out you know or he'll help me figure it out and that he's my biggest cheerleader but it's like how you showed up for me when it for me was a big deal because I think you could have been like oh whatever like everyone's already submitted well and and I was exhausted like yeah so this it was a it was a big hike I knew we had a long way out and my legs were cramping up. I was spent, and I got down there. To, and you go down like the steepest part there, and mm-hmm. and get there. And I'm like, okay, like if she wants to go back up, I'm gonna push through the pain. Like, who cares what my my legs are screaming? Like, if Kaya says yes, I'm going back to the top, and then drop down again, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I I had to walk through this as like, no, this is for you. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll do what I've got to do as a dad. To make sure you have the experience you want to have. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's like, I think you've done a great job doing that of self-sacrifice to help us achieve our goals and dreams. And you've always been, like, very selfless of that. That even with if you want something, you're going to help us push to what we want and want to do. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, I see that as my role. And gentlemen listening, like, that's that's our role as dads is we have to carry the most and and do the most not not enabling i mean you guys have had to earn your way and and do the work i'm not 
mean, I carried you when you were little, but after a while, I'm like, get your butt up the hill, <laughs> right? Um, but but I have to be willing to do the extra work. I have to pick up any slack. Mm-hmm. And and knowing that, especially early on, I started realizing, I'm like, gosh, I've got to make sure I'm in this position to be able to carry the extra, to do the extra part, which literally included carrying you guys when you were little. Like we go out on big hikes, and I ended up with two or three of you on me. I'm like, oh, man. And we started traveling. Kaya was four. Yeah. We started traveling, and Aaliyah was like three months old. And I, because at four-year-olds, not gonna, you can barely carry a teeny little backpack at four, and then you're like, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I, I became the pack mule. And I was, you know, at that point, you're like, man, let's not travel. It's too much work for me. Let's not go on these ventures. It's too much work for me when everybody gets tired, when all the little ones stop. Like, I, I, I could have stopped, but I was like, no, I, I want you guys to have these experiences, so I'm going to carry the load, which just means I have to stay on top of my game. Yeah, and it's, it's I love it how my parents said like, it was hard at first traveling and going on hikes and stuff because my dad ended up carrying most of us. <laughs> but he didn't stop. He wasn't like this is not working. None of you walk. So why are we doing this? Like he kept doing it. So now we have these memories since, since I was a baby of going on hikes and doing adventures, even though it's hard, we're still all doing it. And like, we don't look, look back on it as a negative experience. You know, like my dad pushed through to create those experiences. And now we all love, you guys all love it. Do you, do you guys remember the five? I don't even know if it was really five miles, but like that five mile hike that we did, where was it? It was a slot Canyon in Capitol reef national park. Yeah. Okay. So that was forever ago. It was a really long time ago. And I remember that being like the hardest thing that has like ever been done. I was like, wow. And I just remember, we were little, like, I think I was, like, eight or something, and I'm the oldest, so everyone, and their whole family went, so everyone was, you know, a lot younger than that, but I just remember, like, that was, like, a hard thing, and you were carrying, like, pretty much everyone except for me. It took way, way <laughs> longer, so it went dark, we had no flashlights, <laughs> ran out of food and water, I was carrying three kids, mom was carrying somebody, yeah, I it was... I was the only person It was a, you're, you're the only walking out. <laughs> Like it was, ooh, it was a doozy. But I remember it was so fun. Right, playing in the exactly. Water, playing in the mud. Like, that was the best thing ever. And I, you know, mom and I walked out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just grateful we made it back to the car and didn't like spend the night out there. But I had to do that so that I wanted you guys to love adventure. And I'm like, the only way you're gonna love adventure is you, you get to your limit, wherever that limit is, and then I pick up the slack. Well, and, and you had such a great attitude about it, too. Like, you're like, oh, we're Dennings. We do hard things. And, like, we were, like, singing songs as we were walking. And you're, like, holding all these kids. And I was a little, too. Like, I didn't know that. I just remember being, like, such a long hike. But I'm like, well, we're strong. Like, we're, we yeah. can do things. We can do things that are hard. And I remember for a long time, like, yeah, we did this hike, and it was crazy hard. And we made it fun. And we made it yeah. fun. And so then it goes into, like, we're older. We do more. We do other things. And we are like, oh. As a family, we know that we can get things done. We we have this, like, built-in system of, like, oh, we're strong. We can do hard things. And that comes down because you decided to pick up the slack, you know. And I think, uh, Dad, you've always had a super positive mindset. So I think it would have been a totally different situation if you had been, like, mad. Like, if you're upset at us that you had to carry us all 
and that you just you weren't happy that we were walking like you had a super positive mindset about it so as a child looking back we just think oh dad was having a fun time we were having a fun time like he was just laughing the whole way so like just as a child that's what you're gonna remember yeah you're you're mirroring what i'm putting off and that's what you remember Mm -hmm. now unfortunately there were some bad days when when you guys would not walk especially Aaliyah, you and kimball they went through this period you guys we lived in the dominican republic and we went through this period where they you guys refused you absolutely refused to walk if there was any grain of sand on your feet and we lived at the beach i was like are you kidding i would get so mad like just walk you you were toddler you could walk but neither of you would the two of you was like "Uh uh-uh and you and i'm like fine we're leaving you here we you know it works with all the other kids like we'll walk around the corner like they'll come you guys wouldn't come. You just stare like, so I'm like, oh, man. And so I go back. But then it was a couple of times, like, I got frustrated at those point, And you guys just cried. And that broke my heart. Because I was like, oh, like, I'm being lazy or whatever. Well, it was hotter than blazes. I had carried two kids. Hot. And you guys were heavy kids. You were all heavy kids. And so I'm carrying, but but you would cry. I'm like, and then I felt terrible. I'm like, I can't make them cry. So, and then then it would be a bad association or a bad experience. I'm like, no, I'm not, we're not doing that anymore. And so I had to I had to re, recreate all of that because I wanted you guys to love life, to love adventures, to do hard things, to chase your dreams, to get back up after you fail, right? Just just to be alive. And and you're doing that. It's awesome. What else? What else has been significant? Um, I think as as a child, I always looked up to you and like kind of my older brothers as well. Like example is like cliff jumping. Like I always remember as a child, I was so scared, but just seeing that you guys were doing it and you guys were having fun, and even though it was scary, like you're just still doing it. And I just remember thinking, like, I want to do that. When I'm older, like I want to do scary things. The biggest thing was that my dad was doing it. He was he was facing his fears. He was having awesome adventures and he was having fun doing it. And like that, just to, just to have someone to look up, just to look up at, and who's doing awesome things. Like I want to do that too. Like to, and my dad, like he's a capable man. So, I, in my mind, like whenever there's something scary, like I know my dad can handle it. Like, if something goes wrong, like, the slim chance something might go wrong, my dad can handle it. He's there to save me, you know, if I fall or if something happens. And there's been times where I did get hurt, but my dad has always been there, too. And so now in my mind, like, it's okay. So if I get hurt, that's fine, because now I I have someone who's there to support me and help me. Which, again, thank you for sharing that. That's one of a primary role of a dad is to be there for security Security detail. That's usually I'm, I'm the security detail. Detail, or yeah, if if something goes south, whose job is it to to package things up and make it right? It's mine. Right now, I've trained all you guys and taught you how to do all that stuff, and you help. But like, it lands on me, and I love that. I love hearing explaining. Like, you're willing to take risks because you're like, if something goes off, like, dad's here. Mm-hmm. And and you two lucked out because in between in between both my daughters. I have the two sons, 
And when we started doing scary things, I grabbed them and threw them off the cliffs. <laughs> they had no choice in the matter. I was like, you're going. And I literally threw them in. And then you two came along afterwards. And it's just been so fun. Well, yeah. Like the thing with um, in Mexico, there's cenotes, which are just like water holes. And I remember like that's how I learned how to swim is my dad just chucked me in there. But like always, and it was scary, but always in the back of my mind, I knew that my dad wouldn't do it if it was safe. Like. Yeah. I just, if it, I just if it know weren't he, safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I know he can as- assess the situation. So I like, even though it was scary and I thought I'd drown, like, I know my dad's right there to save me. So even though he pushes me, like, it's going to be okay. And I think that's important as a dad. You're the encourager and you push your children to keep, like, push past their limits, but you're also there to protect them and help them if something goes wrong. Yep. Love that. Yeah. That's something that I love is that I know that my dad's going to kind of tell it to us straight. Like, he's not going to sugarcoat things. I was having a conversation with my dad and my fiance. My dad was just, like, saying it how exactly it was about marriage, about everything. And that's something I really appreciate because, one, I actually appreciate that he'll do it. And when he does say it, it's like, but I know he cares about me. And I think... What I've seen happen to a lot of, like, my peers, like, daughter and father relationships is that there's, like, that lack of trust or that, like, know that their dad's going to, is actually on their side or that they care or that they push them but also support and love them or leading by example. There's, like, there's a lot of incongruence in that in a lot of relationships. And so when a dad's, like, I have to tell it to you straight it comes off as like a huge attack and then it becomes a fight or it's like my dad actually hates me or people think that but with you you've done such a great you push me like I you push me to be so much better and you'll tell me what I need to fix but all at the same time I know that you love me you're on my side you want to help me exactly all of that deep love you're always very good at like praising you don't you don't give it out like free but when we actually do something it's hard and that was past our limits or comfort zone you're always like great job that was amazing and like making us feel like awesome that we achieved that thing and and what's happening in me when whenever you guys have done anything good like it's it's like that proud dad moment man and it's incredible and i just get filled and thrilled to watch you guys do things and to see who you have become and who you are becoming it's it's so exciting to watch you do life it's amazing and now you're starting your own family i can't wait to be a grandpa holy (laughs) god i mean i'll wait i'll wait but wow and and for you to start your own family now and and carry on the the pieces of the legacy that you guys want to take into your family and the things you're doing with your lives and oh it's fun anything else come to mind that stands out as important or do's or don'ts that dads might appreciate um i think also it's kind of with everything else but knowing like, I know my dad's a very busy man, but when he takes time out of his day to spend time with our chil- with his children, I think, like, he used to read to us every single night as children. And now, 
Like, that's, that's blossomed into that all of us love to read. We love books. Like, it's one of my favorite things is just to read a great book. And so knowing that you're busy working, that you take time off to kind of, like, plant a seed into mm-hmm. us. Like, and now, now that, that I'm older, I recognize that, that you spent, like, hours all together, like, just reading to us that now we love reading on our own. Those, those are some of my all-time favorite yeah, memories. Mm-hmm. All-time favorite memories. And we read thousands and thousands and thousands of pages together. Do you guys remember I used to fall asleep? Oh, like yeah. Like mid-sentence. <laughs> you, guys, someone... you guys are wide awake. And I was like, Dad, wake up! And I was like, mid-sentence. I'm like, I just <laughs> fall asleep. If someone asked me, like, my first memories with you, that's probably what I'd think of. Like, oh, my dad falling asleep while he's reading to yeah. us. Oh, it's all the Betsy Tacy, mm-hmm. all the Little House on the Prairie, the Wizard of Oz, series. and Narnia. Yeah, like long series. And we just went through all of them. And it was... That was I cherish that so 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 much, and and it was never you know oh if we went to bed you know in this house like I remember it'd be it didn't matter where we were we could be camping in our car it'd be on the side of a trip like a side of you know like anywhere we, anywhere yeah. and we and you did it everywhere and you made it super consistent you just were very you're you're very consistent and I think that's another thing is whatever kind of relationship you want it implement or to start to have with your daughter make it consistent yep. because i think also women like consistency because it need makes you feel safe and secure yeah and so i think if you're trying to improve your relationship with your daughter be consistent and whatever you decide like if you're going to do daddy daughter dates be consistent yeah. about it because again that's such a core memory of all of ours but especially mine at least of you reading to us, but it was never, oh, if I felt like it, or if I wasn't tired, it was like every single night, I knew that I was going to, dad was going to read to us, and we were going to finish this book, and we had these series, and, you know, I, like, my, I always remember dad being like, do you guys remember what we read last, because I forgot, because I was sleeping, and then we had to tell him what happened, and then he would read it, but you were so consistent, and it didn't matter if you were tired, if we were camping, if we were all, you know, at someone else's house, it's like we all knew that that was what's going to happen. And was, we weren't going to miss out on that. It was such a great way to end every day mm-hmm. together. And then every single morning, we deliberately greeted you guys with smiles and hugs and excitement. Um, starting with you, Kaya. Like, like first sign of consciousness from you, we adopted you. I would always like, I, and I remember thinking this, I like, I want my kids to be happy, energized, excited for a new day. And so I'd go in and smile really big, and I used to squint when I smiled. I'd smile really big and squint. And you started doing that. And I was like, look at Rachel. I'm like, why does she squint when she smiles? (laughs) And then I realized it was me. Like, you were just mimicking my face, just doing this every time. Like, man, (laughs) like that. So every time she woke up, she'd wake up and see me there, like, squinting with a big smile. And you started doing it. It was so funny. So I'm like, okay, I got to smile without squinting. But every morning, greeting greeting you guys with excitement for life and then finish the day by reading and thinking and spending time together. It's just been awesome. I love like what you said, Kaya. It's like consistency because I think women are more oriented of like they need reminders. They need consistency. Whether men, like you can do is one big thing and they'll kind of remember that. But women, they need 
and I was just thinking of all like all the things I love doing with my dad they're consistent every single one of them and like the adventures we've had facing fears reading books training dogs working out together it's all consistent and so I realized that my dad actually loves me and he loves spending time with me because we do this all the time and like that's so powerful to me it's just the consistency and knowing that my dad values my time with him yep Mm -hmm. absolutely gosh I have I have such awesome exercise memories with both of you yeah like like that especially the time when you and I were doing the martial arts class actually you too I we did martial arts I did okay separately we did martial arts classes with each of you for a long period of time mm-hmm. it was just awesome yeah and then I just remember hard hard workouts mm-hmm. where we were just like oh man if I don't puke in this class I'm just gonna be happy to get out of here without vomiting mm-hmm. or that just oh, I love those memories yeah it's hard workouts so it's, it's doing things that we love to do, things that are good in life. Exercising, making food. I've made amazing food with both of you, and I've eaten a lot of amazing food that each of you has prepared because <laughs> you both love cooking so much. Um, but Wait, can we talk about that for yeah, a second? Yeah, go. That's something that I've actually thought a lot of. I, used to, I love cooking, and one of the things I love is when I would make something... Every, like, I've been cooking for a really long time, like, since I was little. And I know I would make things that weren't good because I taste it and I'd be like, this is not it. Edible. But I spent so many, like, I remember being, like, I don't know, like, 10, like, when we lived in Guatemala. And I'd, like, make this bread and I, like, I was like, but I tried. And you weren't like, oh, this isn't the best thing. We were like, God, good job for trying. And you realized the effort that I put in. You know, or if I wrote you a note, you'd be like, oh, my goodness, thank you so much for this note that you left me or whatever it is. Like, you found, and again, kind of what we were saying at the beginning, like, you found ways to be interested. Because I don't know if you have a huge passion for cooking, but that's been a big part of things that you've done with Ali and I. And celebrating Mm -hmm. the effort, like Mm -hmm. you said. That's huge. I love that. Oh, man. So good books that we've read or listened to together beautiful places we've gone and served Mm -hmm. people together have special memories with each of you like helping and loving um and challenging ourselves pushing our limits facing our fears i have very vivid memories with each of you doing scary things and Kaya, Kaya loves to just like scream and like she just freaks out. And I we have so many fun memories. You like, ah! um, and then Leah, you just kind of get quiet in, in there, but then you do it. I mean, it's awesome. Oh, it's like, I remember the Via Ferrata in France. That was, I think that was a time where I was scared the most that I've ever been in my life. But I was just doing it with my dad behind me, and I just looked down at him, and I was just just breathe knowing my dad's there like and I just kept going and at the end my dad was like I'm so proud of you that was amazing and I just I felt I felt amazing like I felt like I achieved something awesome I'd face my fears and that my dad was proud of me for doing that even though it was uncomfortable yep that and that that was terrifying Mm -hmm. that was that was the most scared I'd been in quite a while that was a doozy whew and then Kaya went bungee jumping when she was four yeah 
That was wild. It was a big, huge bungee jump. It was so fun. So again, like all these cool memories. So I guess, I mean, the there's been lots of big takeaways. Thank you for your insights. But like we, we're trying to, to really live. And and knowing full well, that, well the book Little Women right that's what she's saying they're they're little women, what what are girls they're little women, mm-hmm. and they grow up so fast to become women, mm-hmm. so now I mean I never saw this day coming, I couldn't see that far off where <laughs> I'm sitting in my office reporting a podcast with my two daughters who are women, and it's just been an absolute joy, to be your dad. And to love what you do and who you are and celebrate the the differences, the uniqueness, the the fun, the the commonalities. It's just been awesome. It's been awesome. Love it. Any last thoughts? Anything else that you think of that comes to mind? Yeah. Um I think it's important as a father, because really you're you're the first man. That I was she gonna knows. say that. I like was you, about to say that. You will be what she looks for in marriage. You will be what she sees the world half what half the world is. They're men, and she will see that in you, and kind of cast a shadow of kind of how men should be, or how so, she doesn't, or how she doesn't want her yeah, man so, to be. Because I have a lot of friends. They do that. It's like they either want someone like their dad, or they're looking for someone that's a complete opposite of their dad. Yep. And they decide that based off of their relationship with their father. Exactly. Sorry, Ellie. I keep going. No, that was good. And I think, Dad, you have done an absolutely amazing job of what a man should be, and like hope that there is other men out there that I would want to marry and. Like, it's just inspiring the kind of man you are and you, like, your toughness and your grit and your encouragement. It's just, I think it's so important to show your daughter what a man should be and what she should want in her future spouse. Yeah. Gosh, right. And when you when we stop to think about it, you're right. It's the first man that your daughter gets exposure to, but it's the man she will know the best for years. I mean, Kaya, you moved out when you're 18. Mm-hmm. 18 years with me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you get to know and see, and, and that's the perception of, of men. Mm-hmm. And it has to be done well. Because, I mean, think about it. It's 18 years of your entire life, from your first memories to like you leave. That's, you're seeing how he does business, you're seeing how he interacts with you know, your, your wife, like I saw, you know, how you interacted with everyone else, how you showed up for work, how you did everything that you've done. And so that's my frame of reference. And so I leave and then you see other guys and you're like, I think unconsciously people are comparing that to their dad mm-hmm. or the other men in their life. Cause you know, a lot of times there's a, sometimes people don't have a dad that they look up to or even a father figure. But they're looking for someone else. And it's really sad because it, a lot of times people go, my dad didn't do this, didn't do this, didn't do this, didn't do this, didn't do this. And so then they marry the complete opposite of yep. who their dad is or was because they don't like their dad or they don't want their relationship. Or they're like, well, my dad treated my mom. Like, my dad didn't love my mom. Yep. Or they didn't get along. And so guys just don't get along. 
they're not agreeable. Yep. So if I'm fighting with this guy and it's never working out, well, my dad always fought with my mom. Like, that's what I saw so consistently. That's what to expect. And it's going to create a lens or a paradigm through which they see life. Yeah. Well, and how you, like, how you'd see your father treating your mom. Like, how, if you don't, if it's not a good relationship and you just always see conflict and just not treating so well, like, how is the daughter going to, it's, it's a lot harder to see what kind of relationship you want. Like, because if that's what you see, you're like, oh, that's just how men treat women. And so then how are you going to find the man that's going to treat you well? Like, you have, the father has to treat the, the wife like a queen. So then the daughter grows up, like, I want a man like that. And then you figure out, know what you want in your relationship. Yeah, because what, what's a little girl doing almost her entire life to accept future forecasting to being a woman? And, and so seeing that re- the marriage relationship, she's seeing like this close-up. It's the, how do you say it? It's the closest close-up mm-hmm. you'll ever see of a marriage mm-hmm. and, and what to do, what not to do. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And so I think, yeah, it's so insightful. A little girl is almost always seeing it herself in her mother. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be a woman Married to a man, and and if that's off, that her whole reality is is trying to make sense of that. But if it's on, then she's like, I want that. Mm-hmm. And you know, something I'd say to other men is, if if you don't have a really good relationship with your daughter, I think you should ask yourself, Do I want my daughter to marry someone like me? Yeah. And then. Because a lot of times, that's kind of what ends up happening, is they, or they meet, they're just, they don't even know who their dad is. Like, sometimes fathers don't even know who their daughter is. And I know a lot of girls that don't, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, tell me about your dad. Like, what's your relationship with that? And they have nothing. Right. And so, it's just, that's like really sad because, like you said, we have this opportunity as children, especially as daughters, to see a really successful marriage. We can see that and we should be able to see that. And I think that, that that's the responsibility of a man is to lay down the path for us to model our lives off of. So when I see you showing up for mom, you're so consistent with mom. You do all these things for her. You work with her. And one of the things I love about you and mom's relation is that you guys can talk about anything and you grow and learn together. And so that's something that I really love about my fiance is that I can read something and I can talk to him about it. And I know that we can just keep talking about it and keep yeah. learning and growing and changing together because that's something from, that's something I've always seen with your relationship with mom. And I love that so much. And so I, I take things that I love and I've seen that worked and you've been so consistent. I'm like, okay, I'm going to look for that and the kind of guy that I'm going to marry and date. And I just breaks my heart to see other people that don't even know their dad. Yep. Because when are, when are you going to have this chance to see... Like, that's the great thing about growing up is you get to see how other people live their lives and then value the outcome of it and then make your own decisions of yep. it. It's beautiful. Build that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's so priceless. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Anything else? No. Nope. Good. Thanks, you guys, for being here. Um... Love it. I love, I love being a girl dad. It's the best. And 
there's something spectacularly unique and special about having daughters. Um, I mean, having boys is great. Having sons is great, but it's, it is so not the same. And having daughters is, is an awesome privilege. And, and I've just been so grateful. What a blessing. So gentlemen, if you have daughters, what a blessing. What an absolute blessing. Um, well, this was awesome. It was great and insightful. And there's so much to do and we have to keep leveling up and keep doing the difference. And, and that's literally gentlemen, why I, created the tools and compiled all the stuff into the Be The Man Masterclass and put in the tribe. Uh, it's on the Be The Man app. It's all there just for those reminders and the tools, the tactics, the systems, the strategies so we can be optimized because we've got to be on our game consistently in order to love and cherish, inspire, and raise our daughters. So thanks, fellas, for listening. Love you guys. Be the man.